They say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but uh, I taught Stu. You know, look at him. You, you really want to take responsibility for that? I take everything I I just said back. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it. You can't teach old dogs new tricks. That's it. Dog food is dead food. Everybody knows the color of living things isn't brown. It is green. Rough greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on the dog's food. Created by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, and it is full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in rough greens. Most dogs love it, love it, and go crazy for it. They want to make sure that your dog is in that same kind of uh, attitude towards rough greens. They're going to give you the first trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Call them now at 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com. All right. The program begins in just a second. Gosh, the new speaker is here. The new speaker of the house is here. I I can't wait to open it. What's it going to be inside? (laughs) We're going to give the details coming up in just a second. First, when you live with pain, sometimes getting through the day just means, you know, just getting through the day. Uh, Getting through the day is tougher and tougher every day if you are living in pain. Well, let me tell you, relief factor. When I was dealing with awful daily pain, my wife talked me into using Relief Factor because I never thought that it would that it would work. I'm glad she did because I've been pain free. I I can use my hands again. I can paint. I can learn how to play the piano, which I should stop saying because I'm not sure I'll ever be able to learn to play the piano. But I'm going to make you think I'm really good at it. Anyway, three-week uh, quick start is only 19.95 trial pack, not a drug developed by doctors. More than a million people have bought Relief Factor's quick start, and 70% of them go on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF, 800-4-RELIEF, relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. Oh, my gosh, the new speaker is here, Stu. Are you excited? Mike Johnson! He's the one we've been looking for. He's the one. Now, let me tell you a little bit about what I know about Mike Johnson. Okay, now that we have that covered, (laughs) let me tell you how I view this. 
Um, <laughs> the media loves Mike uh, or hates Mike Johnson today. Hates him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hates him. Passionately hate him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember when McCarthy was Hitler? Oh, yeah. He was the most right wing speaker yeah. in history. Yeah, this is this is. Hitler's Hitler. No. This is this is the one Hitler looked up to going, wow, that guy's bad. Yeah, I noticed this in the yeah. coverage. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, Kevin McCarthy's this like moderate guy yeah. that I, we could all understand and get along with. But right. this guy? But this guy. He's crazy. Ooh, he's nuts. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm just going to give you, I, I, just, I want you to do, I want you to view this in a different way. I remember being on the air. When the, I don't remember, white or black smoke came out of of the Vatican Mm. and were like, got a new pope. And the media was like, oh, we're going to hate all these popes, all these popes. They're bad popes. This pope is going to be a really bad pope. They're so bigoted. And, And then Francis, they pulled out the name and they were, I mean, immediately within 10 minutes, Everyone on CNN, MSNBC, everybody was like, oh, he's a good pope. He's one of the best popes ever. He's going to be, wow, we love this guy. And I remember looking at Stu saying, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh, there's something really (laughs) wrong with this guy, okay? So what what did we do? We didn't know. We had a pretty good indication because the media loved him. Seeing that the media does not love... Johnson, I think that's a pretty good sign. But just like this pope, I didn't want to say, uh uh-oh, more than be cautious. So I'm going to say the same thing here. Be cautious. But maybe we have a good pope. I mean, a good uh, speaker. Unlike, I said, be cautious. This guy could be a nightmare. Be cautious. This guy might be good. Yeah, I mean, like, look, there's... It could be good. I mean, he his voting record isn't all that much better than McCarthy's. Pretty much the same. But right? McCarthy was still not so no, bad. He wasn't a catastrophe. I mean, it seems like they they're going to be right in the same realm. I mean, the the question was, is the risk worth it for this type of outcome? As we said at the beginning, like you know, most likely what's going to happen is someone who's similar, like McHenry, uh, McHenry or McCarthy or Scalise, is going to be the guy who gets through, and that's probably what's happened here. I mean, it seems. Well, yeah, he he's he is conservative. Like mm-hmm. he's very good on issues like pro life. But I mean, you know, he didn't have mm-hmm. that problem with McCarthy really either. And, and of course, this is not they're not going to ban abortion while they only have the house. Right? <laughs> right. Like that's not going to happen. So here's the thing: uh, we're going to know qu- quite quickly because we have the spending bill coming up. And what a surprise! It happens right before the holidays. Happens right before Thanksgiving. Huh. Nothing bad ever happens in Congress when we all go away for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Right. Like we have our holiday parties and they have their holiday parties (laughs) and their holiday parties are much better than ours. They spend trillions of dollars. So the we'll see with this first holiday party if we he's already indicated, Glenn, by the way, that he's going to support a spending deal to go forward. Uh, so this is not like a guy who's going to reverse the things that, you know, Matt Gates said, for example, that he was opposed and he was upset about. This is a guy who's outwardly said he wants to sign a short-term spending deal to get us through these times so the government doesn't shut down. So, I mean, again, you're going to get, I think, similar... But I mean, that's how not the long worst thing in the, the world. Short, how long is the short-term thing? They like, say, if, if have, you give it to February, 
um, I'm not thrilled with this by any stretch mm-hmm. because something will come up and they'll be like, you know what? We need to, We need a little more time. Short spending uh, bills is is not the answer. However, a a CR is really bad. And if he gives us another continuing resolution where they don't they don't they don't even try to put spending back where it belongs, uh, there's trouble. Yeah, I mean, look, this is they're going to spend some sort. Uh, they're going to get some sort of spending package through. So it might be short term, might be more of a continuing resolution. Um, they're going to do it. The question is whether there's going to be any concessions. And you may get a few concessions to conservatives. Of course, w- with those concessions always come concessions to the left. So you, you might say, well, we're going to not spend this many dollars on this thing that conservatives don't like. Maybe you cut some of the Ukraine funding out or whatever the, the issue of the day is. Of course, at the same time, to get this stuff through, what usually happens is... There's little gifts to the moderate side of the Republicans. Mm -hmm. And in this case, because you have to work with the Senate and the president on it, you wind up giving concessions to people on the left, too. So, like, you know, there's only so much a speaker can do, which was part of the reason why the last few weeks didn't make all that much sense. Right. They can't do much in this time. Hopefully, at the very least, and it seems like he will be, he'll be good on these investigations. He'll be he's not going to be Jim Jordan on them, but he at least can be someone who's aggressive and uh, hopefully allows the truth to come out. And that's the main thing that the house can do right now. So let's uh, go to Maine and change the subject here for a second. Um, There is a shooter, a mass shooter that is still at large. Um, Police are telling the people of Lisbon, Maine, uh, stay inside, lock your doors, call with information. I would add, Make sure you're armed. Uh, protect yourself. Remember, you are the the first uh, responder. Now, this guy is a military firearm instructor. He had 20 years of experience. Um, he's armed and dangerous. There, he has a mental disorder. He should not have had a gun. My legally, he was nowhere near the line. On this nowhere one. near yeah. the line. My guess is this is not an illegal gun. This is, once again, we don't need new laws. We need to enforce the laws we have. This guy should have not been anywhere near a gun. How did he get the gun? Enforce the laws we have. But we'll see. Uh, We pray that uh, the police find him um, and either arrest him uh, or or kill him before mm. he does any more killing. He was apparently um, had, like, he was actually committed for some time recently, uh, was complaining about potentially wanting to go shoot up, uh, you know, uh, some military base. And this is a, a guy who is not even remotely close to the line of someone who could have legally held a gun. So, uh, you know, it's... Horrible, horrible situation, though. And it's amazing that these things continue to happen. It's not as surprising when you have someone who's this out of, you know, having this sort of level of mental troubles, right? Like, I mean, it's how do you stop someone uh, who's able to get a gun when um, when they have these problems from doing something terrible like this? You have to commit them, right? Like when you... And it's so scary. Hmm? It is so scary. I mean, you know, it was the Reagan era. I remember... When uh, mental institutions were were public, state, and everybody went to one, uh, and 
<laughs> well, not everybody, Glenn. I mean, maybe everybody in your friend circle, but not everybody. Yeah, I grew up in one. <laughs> no, um, you know, but I, what yeah, I mean no, it is was. if it was you a... had mental problems, you went to an institution mm-hmm. uh, and the abuse and the horror show. It's a big Geraldo thing, how Geraldo made his yeah, career, right? Just uh, uncovering a, some of that abuse. A horror show. And to to be standing here and going, OK, how do we deal? Because a lot of the problems in America are because of mental health. There is really bad mental health care right now it's true it's true and and the reaction to having all of that abuse go on in these facilities was basically we got to stop we got to shut all these things down and this is crazy and of course the state did a terrible job with it as as you'd expect um but this isn't the right answer either this whole like let's just have people out in the streets doing drugs you know in the middle of downtown san francisco and see what happens we'll just roll the dice until they murder someone in the streets not the right answer either there's got to be a little bit of a of a a mid-range jumper there which doesn't seem to exist and it it is also uh you just can't if somebody is threatening to shoot up a bunch of people and kill them you can't let them out of the institution. No. But what is the difference between that and gas the Jews, gas the Jews? Did you see the uh, video? You mean as far as like how insane it is? How like, insane and, and people are saying that. What do you, I mean. Yeah, uh, um, a good point. <laughs> what, me, what is the difference? Let me show you three cuts here. This is uh, Jewish students Locked in inside uh, a library at the Cooper Union College. Now, they apparently, the college, locked these students up in the library to keep them safe during a pro-Palestinian rally. Watch. Look at that. They're trying to back, bash the doors open. Okay. Go ahead. Here's another one from another angle. Pounding on the glass to get in. And one more. Now, go back to the first one because you can see the Jews in the... It's just a small number of people. Look at this. It's four. Stop. Can you imagine... What it feels like to be four people locked in a room where people are pounding on the glass, a bunch of people pounding on the glass, trying to break the door down to get in. Yeah, that's not a microaggression. No, that's a that's a, a massive, massive uh, psychotic snap in our society. Yeah. Uh, and nobody wants to talk about it. And it must be addressed. It must be addressed. All right, back in just a minute. Let me tell you about uh, in Landa Lakes, Florida, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is building a new community called the Let Us Do Good Village. It'll eventually have about 100 homes for the program participants. There are already two families who've moved in, a Gold Star family and a family of a severely injured hero who served our nation. More to come. This whole place... Uh, started because somebody left a giant swath of land uh, to Tunnel to Towers. They donated it to Tunnel to Towers, and they said, we think you should build a community, and so they are. It's a special place where where families come together to heal. 
It's a place where their children can grow up and experience life together. And that's all thanks to an amazing donation of land which on which it sits. Thanks to your generosity, the homes are being built. The Let Us Do Good Village can be the first of many communities like it. This is your opportunity to help America's greatest heroes and their families heal together and grow together. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of our heroes in our country. The T2T organization, Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org, is where you go to find out more on how you can help. Would you donate $11 a month? It's such a great organization. T2T.org, 10 seconds, station ID. You know, I don't even understand this administration. Yesterday, the president came out again and talked about Islamophobia. Did you see what happened to those kids, the Jewish students in the library? Don't talk to me about Islamophobia. There is something seriously wrong with this administration. Listen to this. The Biden administration is concerned that Israel lacks an achievable military objective in Gaza. Could you tell me the achievable military uh, objective in Ukraine? Which one has a better chance? I'm going to clean out all of Hamas in the Gaza Strip, or we're going to topple Russia. What the hell is wrong with you? They are standing in the way of of Israel and I believe I know why, because most of the people in this administration are anti-Israel. They are pro-Palestinian. They are anti-Israel. They're anti-Jew, many of them. Uh, and they just don't see the world the same way. By the way, kind of seems like the Washington Post just validated Russia's excuse for invading Ukraine. The CIA let something leak out. Why? Here's what they leaked out yesterday. Ukraine's intelligence agencies like the SBU and military intelligence, GUR, have conducted covert operations against Russia, including assassinations and bombings in Russia. And the shadow war started in 2014 when Russia annexed Crimea. The SBU and GUR have partnered closely with the CIA. The CIA has provided training, surveillance systems, intelligence sharing, and helped rebuild the GUR. Ukraine has carried out lethal operations against the Russian-backed separatists in eastern Ukraine, Russian officials in occupied territories. The SBU bombed the uh, bridge to Crimea twice. They used drones to strike targets inside Russia, like the Kremlin, and assassinated Russian officials and supporters of the war. Uh, The car bombing that killed Russian nationalist Daria uh, Dugina uh, was planned by the SBU. Her father, Alexander Dugin, was the likely target. This raised concerns about harming civilians. The CIA was aware of some of the plans, but didn't directly participate in any of the legal operations. And the partnership with our CIA continues. What the hell are we doing? What are we doing? 
it kind of makes the uh, Nord Stream uh, pipeline. Maybe we should look into that a little more, shall we? Or do we not want to know what our government is doing? You know, the only way, the only way to heal is to say, I'm powerless over this problem. Everything that I have done, every phone call I have made, every march I've been on, uh, every school board meeting I've gone to, every vote I've ever cast, it doesn't seem to make this problem go away. I personally am powerless over this problem. And there's the only thing that can stop it, and I mean this sincerely, the only thing that will change this is us humbling ourselves and recognizing we're out of control as a people because we have abandoned God. We have, that is the only thing, a higher power, if you want to go into the AA world, only a higher power can solve these problems. And we first have to admit that we have to surrender to the eternal truths Stop all this bull crap and then recognize the things that we have done as a nation because there's, well, there's no excuse now. I would say 20 years ago, I had a different view of our nation. I really thought we were the good guys. I don't think, I think the American people are still the good guys. I think the United States is on the road to being the very, 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 very bad guys. And we have to admit that. We have to stop this this craziness. But the only thing that will heal us will be God and our own humility. And we will be humbled, whether we like it or not. We A great humbling is coming because we won't humble ourselves. You know, this is like having teenagers. You look at him all the time, and this is what God's doing with us right now, going, don't do that. Why are you doing that? Don't do that. I've told you a million times. You know how that's going to work out. You've done it over and over and over again. This is really going to hurt. And we keep doing it, and we keep doing it, and doing it, and doing it, and the hurt is going to get, it's going to become crippling soon. By the way, if you're with me and you would like to turn back to God, go to glenbeck.com and see our 40 day uh, ritual 40 days and 40 nights to bring us the back Glenn to the Beck covenant. Program. Glenbeck.com it's free. My dog Una, uh, Uno is accustomed to the finer things in life. For dinner he likes a nice lobster bisque. He laps it up, a little sourdough <laughs> bread you know, uh, followed by a Chilean sea bass served with white wine. Uh, it's very, very nice. Actually, Uno eats the same things that most dogs eat, which in and of itself is saying a lot since he used to be the worst eating dog I've ever seen. The difference in uh, the difference is and the thing that turned him from being a terrible eater into an incredible one is rough greens, which makes even kibble food seem fancy. You know, it's like lobster bisque. It's not dog food. It is a supplement that you put on your dog's food, and it was developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, and you put it on the dog's food. Remember, brown food is dead food. You want the greens. Folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog's going to love it, they're going to give you the first trial bag for free. 
roughgreens.com slash Beck. You can call 833-GLEN33. They'll give you that first trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping. 833-GLENN33. roughgreens.com slash Beck. The new website is launched. Don't miss it. And you can subscribe at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The code is Glenn Plus. You'll save 36 bucks. This is the Glenn Beck program. The uh, lieutenant governor of Virginia is a friend of the program. I just love her. Winsome Earl Sears, uh, and she joins us now to talk about the election in Virginia that is coming up. And they're saying that this is going to set the tone for the entire country for 2024. And the the extreme left of the Democratic Party has won the primaries. And so when this comes down, it is either going to be sanity or insanity. Um and uh, we're hopefully get some some idea of which way it's going from Winsome. Hello, Winsome. How are you? I am doing just blessed. <laughs> Let me tell you, Glenn, it's, it's a wonderful day. Yeah, good, <laughs> good. So tell me when, first of all, this is coming up in just a couple of weeks, is it not? Well, uh, yeah, the official day, but it's been happening since September 22nd. Remember, there are that's 45 right. days before the actual day, and that's why we can't afford to wait for the traditional election day. There is no such thing anymore. So tell me what what's at stake here in Virginia. Oh, just about everything. We're talking about school choice. We're talking about tax policy. We're talking about energy policy. Good grief. We're talking about, you know, uh, um, even anti-Semitism. We're talking about just uh, the ability to speak one's mind. And also we're talking about being able to attract businesses to, to come to Virginia because businesses are job creators. It's not the government. No matter what anybody says, it's nonsense. And then we're talking about what's happening in our schools when it comes to biological males, you know, being in showers with our girl children. And, 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 and it's, you know, I sometimes, Glenn, you think the world has gone mad. And mm-hmm. it's not so. It's just that some of them are just about control and power. And those of us who have a head on our shoulders must show uh, that we understand there's common sense. Does it um, does it worry you at all that the the far left Democrats defeated the moderate Democrats? It seems like uh, there's a good portion of America that is going over the cliff in a big way. Listen, Glenn, the the Democrats who have won their primary elections thus far, they are so left that if the earth was flat, they would fall off. I mean, they, that's where we are. There, and, and unfortunately, I think we've come to a time in America where we are compromising from the left. In other words, the left has gone so left that when Republicans look at compromising, we're actually in the middle of the left yeah, spectrum. I know. We're not compromising from the center of the spectrum. So they've gone left and we've gone left with them. So what are you looking at for the um, for the vote? I mean, because this one is Virginia. Virginia is not one that turns everybody over, is it? Yes, we all 100 House of Delegates seats are up and all 40 seats in the Senate are up. 
And what we have found, which is just so disheartening to me, is that we found 500,000, count them, Glenn, 500,000 Republicans who voted in 2021 and gave us the victory in the governor's race, my race, the attorney general's race, and the House. And yet the very next year, Glenn, they did not vote in the congressional race. They sat it out. They sat it out. 500,000. We could have had, Glenn, a totally different uh, Congress Congress right now. We could have sent, I believe, at least two, if not three more uh, House of Representatives members to Congress. You know, so we can't afford to do that. And who are these people who don't vote? The 500,000. They're the ones who only vote if there's a presidential race coming up or if it's a gubernatorial race. Otherwise, they sit it out. They, they think, you know, local politics isn't important. They can't do that. I, I mean, I don't understand people who don't think that state and local politics matter at this point. You're seeing but, the effects of all of it all the way down to your house and your own children. Well, this is happening. It's not just in Virginia. And that's why we're saying Virginia is we think of bellwether. This is happening all over the state, you know, with Republicans. But guess what? It's also happening for the Democratic Party. But you know what? They and the Democrat Party have figured out how to get their 500,000 to vote. How are they doing it? By getting them to vote absentee ballot. Glenn, I'm looking at my ballot. I've got my abs- I'm not going to the polls <laughs> and vote anymore. I've got my absentee ballot came in my mailbox. You know what it says? From this day forward, you will get a ballot for every primary election. A ballot will be mailed to you for every special election. A ballot will be made to you for every general election. I said to myself, oh, my goodness, this is how the Democrats are beating us. I don't have to do anything except go to my mailbox. Correct. And by the way, there's a government stamp on the return envelope. I had a ballot, <laughs> a ballot in September for an election in November. Don't tell me that this isn't how they're beating us. So how are the returns from the GOP? Do we know? Well, thankfully, Glenn, thankfully, there is hope. There is hope in all of this. Um, We've been able to get those people who generally are not voters in these off-year elections, as we call them. We've gotten some of them to vote. So, so far, it's looking up. But then, you know, uh, we've just started on this journey. So let's hope uh, it holds because the polls look good. But, you know, it's know. the numbers that count. I know. You know or, uh, how you know. secure is the vote in Virginia, do you think? Oh, it's, it's very secure. We, we don't have those problems. In fact, we have, because we have one, uh, you know, now uh, we are uh, the ones who are doing the securing the vote. And we can prove that. You don't have to worry. Everything is safe. In fact, we have a a, a website, secureyourvotevirginia.com. I think it's too late now to go and sign up to get an absentee ballot, but you sure can go in and uh, to the registrar's office today, tomorrow, the next day, and go vote. But coming back to this, we have found voters, like 18,000-some voters who were dead but still on the rolls. (laughs) <laughs> from all the way back in 1960. Now, I don't think they voted. I think Okay, well, that's good. Elsewhere. <laughs> right. They might have been voting in Chicago. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, yeah. So we're cleaning up the voter, and we even got a vote passed this year. 
that said, from now on, you will have the voter rolls cleaned up every month, every month, every time we get a moving uh, notice from uh, the post office, every time we get a death notice from the, um, uh, um, uh, goodness, Corner. I'm working too hard. Yes, from the, 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 the um, health department, etc. you know, um, then and, and from Social Security, then we, we clean up the rolls. We have been doing it in the past, culling the rolls every six months. We're doing that now every month, and we have removed, I think it was almost 200, 300,000 just by doing that. And we've partnered with other states and other organizations to make sure that our elections will be uh, safe, secure, etc. Because here's the thing we found. Well, in 2016, NBC, MSNBC and Morning Consult did a poll and the Democrats, 65% of Democrats said they did not believe elections were free and fair. Well, then came 2020 and the Morning Consult people did another poll and this time it said it was the Republicans' turn. 70% of them said mm-hmm. they don't believe that elections were free and fair. So, you know, neither side, you know, believed in the process. But I can tell you, we're cleaning it up. Don't worry about it. Go Good. vote. I'm glad to hear that. Um, it, the rumblings of Governor Youngkin jumping into the presidential race. Have you heard that? Oh, yeah, everybody's heard it. But, I mean, we are focusing on 2023, and that's where his head is at. Glenn, it, we've got to win the Senate and we've got to keep the house. We've got issues to tend to. We've got adult decisions to make. We've got to fend off these extreme left Democrats. So we're focusing on 2023. Good. Uh, and the uh, vote is uh, November. I think it's the seventh. Uh, but you can yes. vote in Virginia now. Everyone. You can vote. Everyone. everyone. Go vote now. Put a sign in your yard. Put a bumper sticker on your car. You know, Glenn. We tend to forget, as humans, how bad things have been once things get better. And we forget that they shut down our schools, the Democrats did. They said they hadn't gone far enough. They shut down our businesses. They said they hadn't gone far enough. They shut down our houses of worship, said they hadn't gone far enough. They were defunding the police. Said they, You know, Glenn, this is why the Democrats said they had lost in 2021 that they hadn't gone far enough and if we don't believe them what did they do after we won in 2021 well they were picketing and protesting outside the supreme court justices homes who live in virginia the commonwealth attorneys didn't do anything about it even though there's a law that says you can't do that so wrong i mean school boards went off kilter even worse so what i'm saying to you is The Democrats have told us how they feel. They said they didn't go far enough when they had absolute power. Let's not give it to them again. Right. Uh, Winsome, thank you so much. The the, uh, Virginia Lieutenant Governor Winsome Earl Sears. uh, It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Glenn, and thank you to your listeners. You bet. God bless. Uh, Listen, the when she was saying the Democrats said what they that they hadn't gone far enough, they just the people that are running in their primaries, they just got rid of all of the moderate Democrats. If you are in Virginia and you think like I do, I think like the founders did, that this republic is a worthy experiment, you've got to save your state first. 
And how this goes will give us some indication. If this goes well for the Democrats in uh, Virginia, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. The rest of the country is watching Virginia now. Please, if you're in Virginia, vote. Back in just a second. First, the operative word for so much of our society uh, these days is crazy chaos. We are raising the next generation of Americans to believe that the rule of law is completely topsy-turvy. Good is evil. Evil is good. We can lock Jews in a, in a library and have Palestinians uh, here in America trying to break the door down, pounding on the glass, trying to get the four scared Jews in the library. And who gets yelled at? Not the Palestinians, the Jews. This, this is madness. The good news is you can protect your kids and grandkids from bad ideas by teaching powerful truths. And the Tuttle Twins want to help you do that for free. Today and tomorrow only, you can get the free book, The Tuttle Twins Learn About the Law. And it explains how good laws help everybody. And once your kids get these lessons, they'll be much more likely to be immune to bad ideas like Marxism and wokeism. Because they'll see the garbage for what it really is. Good ideas are literally the only antidote to bad ideas. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the book for free. You just pay for shipping. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Protect your kids from bad ideas. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. As you uh, think about protecting your home, you probably think about the basics, right? Maybe an alarm system, uh, maybe locking your doors, uh, maybe you have a, a weapon to protect yourself in case the worst occurs. But you might not be thinking about your home's title. Your home is at risk when it comes to your home's title. And this invisible threat is known as home title fraud. Uh, con artists can just pick a house. It can be a lot of times it's maybe a vacation house or a rental property, or it can be the home that you're living in right now. And they transfer the deed uh, of the house to their name and they use fake IDs. They go through this whole process. Now, when this is over, why would they go through this? I mean, they're not like they're going to come live in the house, most likely. What they're going to do is take out loans against your equity. They're going to enrich themselves and send you down a legal wormhole you do not want to be uh, involved in. So what do you do about this? Well, you go to Home Title Lock. Home Title Lock will protect you from it and you don't have to think about it anymore. That's the easiest way to do things. This is America. This is how you're supposed to deal with problems. Get somebody else to do it. Home Title Lock will deal with this problem and they will stop you from becoming a victim of home title fraud. HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com is the place to go to get this service. Use the code BECK and you will get a complete scan of your home's title and you'll get the first 30 days of triple lock protection uh, that's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Code is Beck. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is Beck. Jeez. This is how far gone our country really is. The Biden administration official in charge of prosecuting anti-Semitic attacks, uh, which have skyrocketed, and yet the administration is only talking about Islamophobia. The Justice Department's civil rights chief, Kirsten Clark, partnered with the Council on American-Islamic Relations, CARE, 
an anti-Israel group on voting rights for Muslim Americans. Clark has also praised uh, Rashida Tlaib and women's march uh, organizers Linda Sarsour and Tamika Mallory, left-wing activists with unbelievable anti-Semitic track records. As a student at Harvard, Clark organized a speech for Wellesley College professor Tony Martin, who peddled the false claim that a cabal of Jews were the ones orchestrating the international slave trade. This is nuts. This is nuts. Uh, uh, the, the president is not in charge. I, I really don't think he is. He has no idea of the radicals that are all around him. I don't think Joe Biden is a radical. I think he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And some of the stuff he believes and some of the stuff I don't think he even knows. I could be wrong. I, I, gosh, I probably am, but I, 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 I hope I'm not. But you have, you have insane things happening right now, like the photographer from the New York Times. Yeah. Um, a really good, uh, really good photojournalist the guy absolutely needed to be hired by the new york times now he's he's covering the israeli-palestinian debate and you know he's got a an interesting set of opinions that some might like, find problematic like what, uh, what are his opinions uh, he hearts hitler he hearts hitler yes he loves the hitler big hitler fan hmm. um wrote a post uh, and put a picture of hitler there and it said how great you are hitler um said uh he um went on to uh, say that he was in a state of harmony as Hitler was during the Holocaust. Okay. And and you'd say say maybe that's a little controversial. And this is the thing, Glenn, this happens all the time, right? Yeah, sure. You have this situation where you hire someone and they find out later they they love love Hitler, Hitler, right? (laughs) And you're like, oh, we got to correct this situation. We've been aware. Actually, no, not in this particular case. What happened in this one is uh, uh, they hired the guy. They found out he loved Hitler, and they talked to him about it, mm-hmm. and they said, hey, we got to make sure this isn't going to, you know, shade your coverage one way or the other. Of Israel. Uh, right, of Israel, because, you know, you we're going to hire you as a photojournalist, so make sure right. you're really balanced on the Jews, uh, and don't let that Hitler love influence that coverage. And he said, okay, and he's still working there. So that's good. I think they've done wow, a good uh, job. Good job, guys. It doesn't seem like the way they should handle it uh i mean call me a right-wing extremist but i fire the person who loves hitler really yeah wow I, I what if they've only done it 20 or 30 times though they've I, I fire expressed them. that love. no i i fire them just the judge just yeah, for a few just, dozen yeah just wow. for a few dozen Woo-hoo. absolutely Tough i think that's pretty work. clear the glenn back program